Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. Welcome. The next 30 minutes, you will receive and hear information about medical news that you can use. Be stay tuned. And we will be with you shortly on Blog Talk Radio. Let's get on with the show. This is Dr. Ron Sr. Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday uh, season. Uh, I know we did, and uh, as I have always told uh, everyone, the time to party is between Christmas and New Year's, and then take care of yourself between New Year's and Christmas. So how many of us have made those New Year's resolutions? Well, you know, 92% of us don't follow through, so I hope you're not one of them. Ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by LipoLite Naples. Uh, It's located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, suite number six in Naples, Florida. I'm very proud of my son, Dr. Ron, who runs that facility. He is now known as Dr. Cool because of the cryo spa that he operates. He is helping hundreds of patients get rid of their pain, feel better, have more energy, the phone number there is 239-658-COOL, to a, that is 2665. So it's two. It's to area code 239-658-2665. In fact, uh, those of you in southwest Florida, uh, if you t- tune in to Fox uh, News Network in February, you'll see a whole episode on Dr. Ron's cryo spa and all the good that's happening down there. So... Uh, we're really proud of him, and uh, he's been really busy and uh, helping a lot of people. And, uh, and know that he is a neurologist and a chiropractor and has lots of uh, modalities to help you uh, live a better, fuller, longer life. So, again, are we making those New Year's resolutions? Well, uh, it's uh, going to be a great year if we let it. And we're going to talk today about those New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about coffee. Uh, We're going to talk about water. We're going to talk about Dr. Lipton. And uh, because of my good friend, Dr. Dan, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, another subject that I hadn't thought about bringing up today, but it's, uh, it's going to be important for us about infections. So Happy New Year again, and I hope... 2016 is uh, already off to a great start, and it's now it's the time now to dig in our heels and make some positive changes. How about a New Year's resolution like this? One you can make, and it'll have a real and lasting difference in your health and your life. This year, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take charge of your health and be involved in every decision your doctor makes. Can you do that? When he says swallow this, don't say yes, sir, Ask or, or ma'am. Ask him what it is, what it does, and why you need it. 
If you don't like his answers, you may have to uh, look around for another health care provider, but don't be afraid to say no. At the very least, you can always ask for other options, okay, because the powers that be are not there for you. In fact, uh, they're cooking up a new plan right now, just days before Christmas while, you know, we were all kicking back, enjoying another cup of eggnog or other adult beverage. The U.S. Preventative Services Task Force issued new guidelines urging doctors to give cholesterol-lowering statin drugs to anyone over the age of 40 that had one risk factor for heart disease and a 1 in 10 chance of having a heart attack over the next 10 years. Well, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, that just about covers everyone over the age of 40. Wow, isn't that incredible? But if we would have had these risk factors judging us all along, we'd be dead by now. In reality... High cholesterol isn't the killer risk factor that it's made out to be. In fact, you actually need the stuff. Even the so-called bad cholesterol targeted by the statins. That's why these drugs are far more far more likely to hurt than help. Uh, and maybe you'll, you'll be lucky if you're taking them. You just get a, a few of the immediate short-term side effects like the crippling muscle pain. Uh, but you know you could lose your memory, develop sex problems. And even the FDA has a warning in these drugs that they will cause diabetes. So we have to take uh, more caution in our health care, in our health care, be more proactive. If you've listened to the show during the last two years, you know how I feel about uh the statin drugs and all the harm that they can do and that they are only like 7% effective at most. And some people even think it's less than that. Some people think that they're only 3% effective. All right, so let's let's talk about coffee and then we'll talk about something that Dr. Dan brought up. So we do we all like our coffee? You know that uh, Dr. Ron Sr. here has t- told you many times about the positive anti-aging uh, and uh, good effects of coffee. You know, it, uh, caffeine and coffee is a powerful tonic for your mind and your body. Part of my daily re- routine. And uh, people say you'll have a better chance of singing Old Lang Syne many more times to come if you have coffee in your routine. New research confirms, again, that Java junkies, coffee drinkers, live longer. In fact, if you make coffee part of your morning ritual, your risk of death from some of today's leading killers plunges 18%. You name it, coffee will protect against it. What am I talking about? Diabetes heart disease and respiratory diseases like pneumonia and flu and others. Gulp down some coffee and your risk of dying from any or all of these conditions will go down with that coffee. And the more you drink, the better the benefit. With the biggest life-extending boost of all going to folks who knock down four or five mugs a day. And this is 
as a study uh, that was uh, written in the American Journal of Epidemiology, a first-class journal. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, in line with this study that I told you about last month, which said that four or five cups of coffee a day will cut your risk of death by 15%. Of course, there's a lot of naysayers out there, the ones that cannot stand the idea of anyone actually enjoying themselves. They still claim coffee is bad for you. They thumb their noses studies like this and chalk up the results of nothing more than coincidence. But there's no coincidence here. Just time-tested good nutrition. Every little coffee bean is jam-packed with disease-fighting antioxidants and other life-giving essentials. That brain booster known as caffeine certainly doesn't hurt because the newest study found that drinking decaf could also add years to your life. It's more proof that you should enjoy many of the so-called guilty pleasures without guilt because most of the habits the mainstream people will tell you are bad are pretty darn good for you. So I have to go back and, and, and find something I want to talk to you about now that we're talking about coffee because it's, it's, uh, it is significant based on my conversation with Dr. Dan today. And this is the bad news about coffee. Because it turns out there's quite likely more than coffee in that cup you're holding. Apparently a lot more. Because your coffee maker could be the home to millions of bacteria, microbes, and mold that are loving that morning cup of joe. Just as much as you do. I had to go back and look this up, but a new study out of Spain found that the very process of making coffee, including high temperatures, those pod-type machines, and even the brew itself, creates the perfect breeding ground for those grinds to get contaminated. Let me go here. I have a problem with my headset, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. But before you start to rethink your daily coffee habit, there are some simple steps you can take to keep those bugs out of your brew. When the group of Spanish researchers decided to take a look at two types of pod coffee makers, they found so many varieties of bacteria they could probably colonize Mars with them. And while some were fairly harmless, others turned out to be pathogenic, that is, the kind that make you sick. The researchers analyzed several different Nespresso machines as well as their own Krups, and they found bacteria from top to bottom, from the used capsules to the drip tray and everywhere in between. The germs appeared to start in the spent pods, and it didn't matter what kind of coffee was being brewed or how often the machines were being used either. Finding so much bacteria in spent coffee pods must have has probably been a bit was probably a big surprise to these guys, as caffeine is a natu- is naturally antibacterial. And interestingly, one of the common visitors to these machines tested is a bacteria called Pseudomonas. Believe it or not, it gobbled up the caffeine. Hmm. 
Maybe they burn the midnight oil too, but the pseudomonas love the caffeine. Well, maybe you're thinking you're in, in the clear because you haven't jumped on the pod pod bandwagon, you know, these new machines that they have, they sell all over the place. So what about the other kinds of coffee makers, including the drip machines? Well, they were studied too. And studies have found some pretty nasty results from them as well. Half of the basket and carafe kind analyzed were found to have yeast and mold in the reservoirs. And one out of ten were growing coliform bacteria, the kind that inhabit your intestinal tract. So let's talk about some easy ways to keep these mold and bacteria at bay. First of all, throw out those spent coffee grounds or the used pot. Throw them out right away. Clean all removable parts of your coffee maker, including the carafe, the lid, and the basket after each use. If you have a machine with a drip tray, be sure to wash it out regularly. That was one of the primo locations where the bacteria were found. And as uh, you heard before, vinegar is still your best bet for cleaning. It decalcifies as well as sanitizes and will also remove the mineral buildup from the tap water. For the drip-style machine, at least once a month, use the vinegar water brew to clean it out. Stop the coffee maker halfway through, let the vinegar mix it in the reservoir for around 30 minutes, then let the cycle finish. You know, it's probably in your instruction manual anyway. Well, boy, how do do we get on this this subject? You know, I love coffee, and when I was talking to Dr. Dan today, he's he's talking about infections and this and that, and God, I really, uh, we better talk about this. Now, where is my... show board okay so let's just take a break for a couple couple seconds here and just let me hear let you hear what dr ron and dr biggs a well-known orthopedic surgeon have to say about the cryo spa this is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryo Sauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. There you go. There's that cryo spa. And if you're in southwest Florida, uh, Fox News Network will be doing a show on uh, on that subject in February. And I'm sure Dr. Ron will have it on cryonaples.com subsequent to that airing. So, ladies and gentlemen, talking again with Dr. Dan, a dear friend of mine, and uh, we happen to be talking about a woman who was given a prescription 
And uh, when she got home, she called her doctor and said, Doc, she said, uh, I thought you said that I have to take this medication for the rest of my life. And he said, yes, you really do. She said, then why aren't there any refills on it? Well, speaks for itself. So, ladies and gentlemen, 92% of people fail in their New Year's resolutions. Let me just give you a couple tips. I want you to be more active in your medical care. I want you to give up soda. Soda is really bad for you. Uh, I know you can get uh, addicted to it, but it's going to take a while. But you should try and do that. It's uh, and, and you've you've heard you've heard me talk about the damaging effect of soda. Get a good night's sleep. Good a good eight, good eight hours of sleep. Sleep deprivation is detrimental to your health and to your immune system. Sleeping less than six hours a night more than triples your risk of high blood pressure. You know, and women who get less than four hours of shut eye per night double their chances of dying from heart disease. It's really important for your hormones, melatonin. Uh, it's just incredibly important for your health. Try and eat healthier fats and fibers. Don't be afraid of uh, olive oil and coconut oil. Uh, latest science suggests healthy fats should compromise anywhere between 50 and 85% of your overall energy intake. So healthy fat sources include coconut coconut oil, avocados, butter, nuts, and animal fats. How about getting your meat off the seat, sit less, and walk more? Work on your flexibility. Have your vitamin D levels tested. Dementia is directly related to vitamin D. Seniors who have low vitamin D levels may double their risk of dementia. That includes Alzheimer's. The authors of a study uh, about this ongoing debate uh, about uh, vitamin D, included also several types of cancer that could be helped by having high vitamin D levels. So you must get that checked and uh, and take appropriate action. You know, and uh, eat good quality and quantity of protein. It's really important. And there's all kinds of measures of how much protein you need uh, most adults need about one gram of protein per kilogram of lean body mass or about a half a gram of protein per pound. Uh, if you do that, you'll you'll really help your body out. And meditate for five or ten minutes a day. That could be in prayer, using emotional freedom technique, mindfulness of uh, your, 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 where you are in life stress-related problems, including back pain, insomnia, even acid reflux and and irritable bowel syndrome may account for like 70% of the cases a physician sees and such expenditure is a third highest in the United States for these conditions after only heart disease and cancer. And you know what? New research suggests, however, that such costs could be cut drastically simply by becoming becoming more relaxed. And lastly, but not leastly, help others and be more active in your community. Uh, Dr. Jerry Smith is a frequent visitor to this show. Who talks about the tripod of helping people, uh, helping with money, your time, and your experience. And that, that will really help you this coming year. I really believe that. 
And we have to be, as I say, more involved in our health care also because cardiovascular disease is the cause of one out of three deaths in the United States. And these are statistics from the American Heart Association. And you know how many millions and millions of prescriptions have been written for statin drugs? They're not doing anything. We've got to get moving. We have to have a better diet. We have to get off of all the processed foods uh, and have a good positive outlook. Speaking about positive outlook, ever, anybody ever hear you know, about a cancer gene, an obese gene, the, that gene, the other gene? I'm going to recommend if any of you that have access to a computer and YouTube to look up Bruce Lipton, L-I-P-T-O-N. He's really a, he's a Ph.D. scientist who has developed a model that your perceptions become your beliefs and your beliefs can change your genetic profile. He has been at the University of Wisconsin and at Harvard. Uh, take an hour or so and listen to uh, one episode of Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton. I think uh, it could be life-changing for you. All right, so what other topics do we want to talk about today? You know, we've talked about about uh, soda, soda loaded with sugar. And uh, how about cancer? Is that related? Believe it or not, would would you believe that some common foods we eat every day could be causing cancer? You know, we talked about that, that soft drink, that granola bar, slice of bread. How about ketchup? Could these contain a trigger that causes a tumor to spread? Well, that's what has researchers at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center issuing one of the most important health alarms sounded in a long time. But by taking four simple steps, you'll be able to boot the worst form of this cancer-promoting additive out of your diet for good. So with this new tobacco, no doubt scientists and doctors of the future will look back at how much fructose Americans of our era were consuming each and every day, and they will be shaking their heads. And again, not to... uh, beat the obvious, but we had many shows on fructose and how it can cause liver disease. Now, MD Anderson finds it may be associated with cancer. And they're not talking just about soda and candy addicts. Fructose is in a variety of dangerous forms and is added to more processed food and drinks than ever. Believe it or not, it says it is as addictive as cocaine. Remember that professor from a Canadian university that got his lab rats to behave like drug addicts? It was simple. He added fructose corn syrup in three different amounts of the water. And the bigger the dose they got, the more they worked harder and harder to get their fructose fixed. And when people get a jolt of fructose, they act almost the same way. Only it works on us by shutting off a part of our brain that tells us when to stop eating. Huh. How about that? That's not bad. That's bad enough, right? But when the MD Anderson cancer researchers found, it was a hundred times worse. 
they determined that it was specifically fructose that is responsible for causing both an increase in breast cancer and its deadly spread called metastasis. A lot of people are told it doesn't matter what you eat after you are diagnosed with cancer. According to Professor Lorenzo Cohen, who co-authored the study, the research, he said, quote, shows that it does, unquote. While this study focused on breast cancer and how fructose can accelerate its spread throughout the body, I would think it's a wake-up call for all kinds of cancer. Two researchers uh, two years ago found that fructose was the perfect fuel to speed the growth and spread of pancreatic cancer cells. And as this new study shows, the same applies to breast cancer. And we're not talking about a crazy amount of this deadly sweetener, you know, like equal to a thousand Cokes either. The researchers called the amounts they use comparable to levels in a Western diet. In fact, the lowest dose given to the mice in Cohen's study was the maximum amount of sugars that the USDA says we should be consuming. That is just 10% of our daily calories. Yet even that amount, the mice were still developing tumors that were being fueled by fructose. Fructose, ladies and gentlemen, is also high fructose corn syrup. Uh, anything that has to do with fructose, and they're just, you know, it's in ketchup. It's in almost all ketchup. So you've got to look for fructose or high fructose corn syrup or just corn syrup. And these MD Anderson cancer doctors found something else about fructose that may explain the why. Fructose feed along and make more active a metabolic pathway that is believed to be a big factor behind how cancer spread. Fructose is also thought to increase inflammation. That's another thing that gives cancer a chance to metastasize and develop. Remember how we've talked about the basis of all most chronic diseases is inflammation. So just just, just don't Avoid soda. At this point, HFCS, high fructose corn syrup, can be found in foods ranging from pizza to pierogies. And the corn refiners are making sure that some versions of this test tube sweetener contain even more fructose than ever before. So please read the labels, Dodge HFCS. Watch out. Number one, for foods and beverages with added fructose or even, quote-unquote, fruit sugar. When you, eat, when you eat fruit, however, you're getting fructose packaged with fiber, and something that's something that slows the absorption of the fructose, allows you to digest it in a different and healthy way. So watch out for foods with added fructose, number one. Number two, avoid crystalline fructose. That's about 99% pure. Number three, Steer away from agave syrup, even if it's organic. Agave, A-G-A-V-E, will give you a giant jolt that is practically 100% fructose. And please, number four, check those processed foods for the presence of high fructose corn syrup, even ones that you would never imagine could contain it. Really important for your overall health to to do this, and you'll have a, a much healthier year. So, you know, we just have so many subjects we could talk about uh, uh, for this coming year. And a half hour is just not enough time, and that's why we no longer uh, can take your your questions. I'm sorry about that. 
next week we will have another show here and uh, have a program for a half hour. Then we'll have two programs from uh, Puerto Rico. And then when we get back in February, we'll have Dr. Jerry Smith here. He's doing some research and some lecturing uh, in uh, in Italy uh, where he loves and, uh, and the people love him there. They've called him back to lecture in Tuscany. We'll talk about Dr. Bruce Lipton. We'll talk about the uh, cyber scan and, and different ways to help yourself because, as as my good friend Dr. Dan and I know, they, what the doctors are learning in medical school now is from textbooks, and it takes 10 to 15 years for that information to get in a textbook. So it's pretty outdated, and most of the, 73% of the medical board of directors are from prior pharmaceutical company executives. So we really have to take our our medical care into our own hands and read, listen to this show, uh, listen to other shows like uh, Time with Dr. Ron, and uh, you'll be healthier for it. So ladies and gentlemen, boy, that was a quick 30 minutes. Uh, I, I see a good friend of mine here from New Jersey. I want to thank her and wish her a happy new year. And all the other callers, I'm sorry we couldn't take your calls today, but 30 minutes is just not enough to do everything. I want to say with an attitude of gratitude that I'm really happy and grateful that you tuned in today. I hope that uh, we added some information to uh, your knowledge. It's something that you can use to keep you healthier and to live a longer life. Uh, Do some good. Be happy. And be healthy. This is Dr. Ron. Until next week, God bless. Have a great, great week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio. Here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.